Hey everyone and welcome to the Forbidden Fridays podcast. My name is Holly and I am your host. Each Friday I'm joined by a special guest to discuss taboo topics that shouldn't necessarily be taboo. This is a safe space to talk about awkward and uncomfortable things but the more we talk about them the easier our lives will be. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on and go follow our page over on Instagram at, at Forbidden Fridays podcast. Lots of love, angels, and stay safe. So, hi everyone. Today I am joined with musician and teen first date star, Eden. So, hi Eden. It's so lovely to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Anytime, anytime. So, first, can you just briefly tell us a little bit about yourself, your hobbies, what you're doing at the minute? So, well, I'm Eden. Um, for those of you who don't know me, um, some of you may have seen me recently on Teens First Dates, episode one. Um, but other than that, I'm a musician. Um, I also work at a breakfast club at a school at the moment to help fund my musician life. Um, and yeah, that's basically what I do. Like just make music, do lots of performing when um, Corona isn't a thing. Um, rock lots of music, play with my dog. That's that's literally all my life is really music that's and my dog. Perfect life, to be fair. To be fair, I do enjoy it. <laughs> what do you do at a breakfast club? What what sort of things do you I, do? I'm just a like a supervisor um, for the kids there, which is which is actually really really good fun. Yeah. Um, it helps because as we'll probably get into like starting out as a musician you don't really earn like loads of money um, but I'm really fortunate to be able to have a job to help fund my dreams of being a musician but also one that I do enjoy so yeah I basically just supervise the kids when they come in early they have their breakfast play with them we love a good game of double <laughs> so that kind of thing yeah that sounds cute so first we're going to talk a little bit about your teen first dates experience so obviously as my listeners will know that um my friend dom he yes. was one of the doms on your episode wasn't he he was the dom that had fish and chips because there was two doms on the date yeah fish and chips dom yeah fish and chips dom um so i hope you guys have watched the episode and he was actually on an episode of the podcast in season one and we spoke all about his sexuality and stuff it's a really good episode so make sure if you haven't listened you thank do. you it's actually one of my most like listened to episodes like really? it's uh, one of my highest listened to so everyone loves the episode and it was really interesting to film it with him and he went on a date with someone else called dom on the episode and it was just so lovely it was lovely that's the only way to describe like that date a wholesome date wasn't yeah. it yeah it really was um so he's actually told me about you before I watched the episode he was we were like have you met any new people like tell us everything about it yeah like oh yeah I've met a few people there's this one girl and he showed us your Instagram and he was like she's beautiful she's a musician like she's literally the definition of cool and I was like oh she does look pretty cool to be fair (laughs) oh that is literally the sweetest thing I'm not the definition of cool but if I give off that vibe then yeah and then I watched the episode and I was like she just seems like a lovely person you know like you just want to be friends with her kind of oh thank you so much I do my best I think to make I try and make people feel comfortable instantly 
because yeah. I know what I always want someone to do for me. Yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad you think that. Glad, glad you give off that vibe. So for my listeners, tell them yeah. everything that happened on your date if they haven't watched it yet. Um, it's available on, was it on Channel 4? Yeah, it's on Channel 4 and you can catch up the box set on all four. Um, so I'm episode one, um, the same episode as we were talking about with Dom in it, the Dom and Dom date. Um, I go on a date with a boy called Archie, who is crazy to say the least um he definitely has a heart of gold but if you if you haven't watched it you'll see that um we have quite a few varying opinions on some stuff um he's also an artist so me like being a musician and a creative um it was really like at first i think i don't know whether this came across so much on tv but at first we genuinely i think did have like a bit of a like i like you yeah. um, kind of thing or like on paper he yeah. was exactly what i had like asked for um and yeah basically it just gets all a bit full-on and i'm i spend most of the date pretty confused um we have as i say lots of different opinions especially when it comes down to opinions on music and creative things where i'm quite as much as like everybody has opinions on yeah. their own sort of you know like we say everyone has opinions but on on their own sort of art music dance everything like everyone has an opinion on everything but Archie didn't really necessarily appreciate my opinions on a lot of stuff and was quite forthcoming with his own which is great for someone else just not for me um and yeah he was a bit of a, he, he taught Fred how to slut drop just a bit of a crazy <laughs> wasn't it like yeah I'm still a bit I'm still a bit overwhelmed <laughs> do you think maybe you guys were like too similar in some sort of sense that you just didn't work yeah, I think maybe in some sense, because both of us have like big personalities. Yeah. And what I quite often find is I'm the person in the situation to be slightly more over the top mm-hmm. to make everyone else more comfortable. Whereas yeah. in the situation of the date, Archie was kind of like pretty next level confident. Yeah. Um, and it came across sometimes not in the right way, which I, I wasn't necessarily offended by, but I just didn't find attractive and found it a bit off-putting, which <laughs> you kind of see as the date goes on. But yeah, I guess in some ways, actually, when it comes down to it, we we're very similar, strong-minded people, yeah. creatives, all that, all that jazz. Yeah, so how did it end up for my listeners if they haven't watched it? I'm, I guess they're kind of guessing. Um, are you still friends now or do you talk? Um, well, as as the date was, so I I, I followed Archie off on Instagram after um, we filmed back yeah. last year in 2020, um, and he never followed me back. And I was like, oh my god, that is so rude. So I unfollowed. <laughs> I unfollowed. Um, and then just before we were airing, he actually followed me. Um, when the trailer first came out. Um, but yeah, we're we're not really friends. We've chatted like a couple of times, but yeah. nothing like in depth I met you know like I met amazing people like Dom who yeah. we have actually maintained a relationship but I think Archie and I's paths have just gone separate ways we, yeah. we don't see each other again spoiler um <laughs> at the end of the day well I say I don't want to see him again uh he's kind of like oh yeah yeah I, I hope she were gonna say that or something he says. I'll come to a gig <laughs> yeah exactly but he defo is not like even yeah. if I invite him to a gig I don't think he would come but hopefully in the future we would be able to support each other with some yeah. sort of you know exactly exactly you're both yeah. creative people exactly and how do you think like your response was I'm guessing you got quite a positive response I think most people did on team first dates how did you feel about that I do you know what I was completely overwhelmed by my response I think 
I'm not sure how much Dom um, touched on this, mm-hmm. but you don't, you definitely don't apply. Well, I definitely didn't apply going into it thinking I'm going to get followers. I'm going to get like, like a great response because not, not that I didn't think I'd get a good response, but I just didn't yeah. think the response would be as big as it has been because no one, no one really does off first dates and it's the first team yeah. series. And it was one of those things that I think everyone was kind of like before, when they first released the trailer, I saw so many things on TikTok and Twitter of people like, not a teen series. That is gross. Like, no. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, now, like, I'm on it. Um, but yeah, the, the response has been really good. I... I thought I thought maybe like I'll get like 10 or 15 new followers. <laughs> I got quite a lot more. I think it's because as well, like I've actually seen, like I've been watching YouTubers that I watch mm. regularly and they've been like, oh my God, you should watch Teen First Dates. Like there's mm. actually been quite a hype about it that you yeah. might not know about. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I think, because I, I think, like I say, like everyone was kind of like, not a teen version, like, no, it's, it's first dates as good as it is. And these teens are young and like immature and everything. But I think actually as a series, it was so kind. It was so wholesome. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you as a viewer, you yeah. agree. Exactly. And a lot of people can relate to it because I'm guessing the majority of people who watch first dates in general are teens or like early 20s. So they won't be far off being in their teens or they'll be in their teens and they'll just be able to relate to it so much. Like one guy was like, hi, mom, can you try to spend that money? I was like, the amount of times I've done that. It's so relatable. Same. And I think as well, like no matter like how old you are, everybody like goes through that teenage stage oh yeah I think everyone remembers their first date like you know speak just speaking to some other adults they were like I remember my first date first ever date so clearly so I think everyone can kind of relate to it and if you haven't been on a first date yet and you're like kind of upcoming that teenage stage learn of it exactly exactly and before first dates did you have like much dating experience in general or was that like a completely new thing for you it was literally completely new. Like when I was 16, I had a boyfriend, but we never like went on dates. Yeah, yeah. We went to like Nando's with our friends, but I don't think <sighs> we actually, no, we definitely never went on a date, just us two. So that genuinely was my first ever date. That's crazy. That's what Dom said as well. He was like, that is like my first proper date. Yeah. I've never been With Dom, like, it was really nice because we were in the green room together before. So I was waiting in there for a bit and then Dom came in and like, I was in there with a couple of other girls and Dom coming in and he was like, um, Hey everyone. Like we all introduced ourselves. He was like, I'm really nervous because this is my first ever day. And I was like, thank God. Same. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh. Because you can't like some people well, obviously had been on loads of dates before. Yeah. So it's just, something that's happened in my life for me so like I was literally bricking it yeah a first date in general is like enough but a first date on tv is like scary right no the the more the more people like all the producers like you're gonna be fine it's amazing actually but you can't help but just be like I was more nervous about like pushing a pool door or like (laughs) yeah and all that stuff like just embarrassing myself yeah like I remember seeing on the trailer there was one guy he was like oh hi nice to meet you and then one of the producers was like that's not your that's not your day (laughs) like luckily I was because I I also was really wanting to be the first one in there so that when I was walking over I didn't trip over in front of my date or something but no they they edited it really kindly yeah Um, and 
yeah I think it was it was such a good experience yeah I bet it looked like such a good experience what inspired you to go on first dates what made you want to do it in general because I know Dom said he was just like oh it's just going to be a bit fun I definitely won't even get on it's just like let's just apply and a few of my other friends actually applied as well just for jokes Um, but then he actually went like the whole way with it so what inspired you so literally basically the same thing so like last March um I well actually the first eight teens wasn't even being advertised yet yeah and I was sitting on the sofa just texting my friend and we were watching first dates mm-hmm. and I was like mate I'm gonna apply and she was like yeah I think I will too but my friend's a couple of years older than me so wasn't like able to do the teens one mm-hmm. so we just applied for the normal one and then I got a call literally two days later like filled out all my application because it was literally just out of basically boredom and wanting experience (laughs) why the hell not let's just do it there wasn't anything going on so I was like let's just I've got time to fill out this application form let's do it um and yeah literally they they rang me and they were like we'd love to get you on a like kind of zoom call to like chat a bit more Mm -hmm. um about about why you like would want to go on first dates and to be honest with you at first it as I say like it was something that I was just like just apply for something to do but then I kind of like, it was starting to go like all the way and I was really enjoying the process. And mm-hmm. now I was like, actually, this is going to be a great experience. I've never been on a date before. Be yeah. nice to meet new people, all this stuff. So basically, yeah, just for fun. Yeah. What was your favorite thing about it? What did you enjoy the most? Oh, uh, do you know what? And this is going to sound cringe as hell, but the, <laughs> the, people, the people that I met were so nice. I genuinely have met such a lovely group of people that I honestly think we'll stay friends for like a very long time the food was also great (laughs) like a few people had mixed opinions about the food but I personally think as someone who loves a good meal out food was amazing and I think just honestly like it gave me the confidence to go out and actually go on dates because I I was really like no no me I don't want that in my life like no time but now I'm actually like dates are really fun even yeah, if you just exactly. no pressure exactly it's no pressure like so many people I know just go on dates like no pressure to even like enter any form of relationship it's just nice to meet new people or just have that yeah. experience like you said and if you can go on tv on your very first date ever like yeah. you can do any other date <laughs> do you know what that's so funny so many people have said stuff like that like I can't believe you did it on tv but I don't know whether it's because me being in the mindset of a performer like someone that's yeah. performing art school as well like for a very long time I've like had to thrive under like live pressure yeah <laughs> I felt more comfortable doing it where people were watching me because I felt safe I was yeah <laughs> I was like, this is just like another performance. <laughs> yeah, I kind of get that. I kind of, that makes yeah. sense though. It does make yeah. sense. Exactly. Cool. So what would you rate your experience out of 10? Oh, 11. 11. Yeah, it was so much fun. I would, if someone asked me to do it again, I would do it again. I'm just yeah. so grateful, grateful. And I had so much fun. <laughs> Right, so now I kind of want to talk a bit about your music. So how did you get into music? And for like my listeners, what is your genre? Like what what would you classify yourself as? Um, so I would classify myself as very pop. Um, I yeah. guess these days there's so much music. So like what is pop? But <laughs> I've kind of placed myself somewhere in between like Anne-Marie, 
Um, and I was literally saying, sorry, I was literally saying to my friend because um, I was talking to my friend. Yeah. And she was like, what podcast are you filming? I was like, oh my God, you know, first dates, I'm filming one with Eden. And she was like, she kind of gives me someone we went to school with who did drama. She was like, she gives me those sorts of vibes. And I was like, she gives me Anne-Marie vibes. I actually no way. I was like, I don't know what it is, but she just gives me Anne-Marie vibes. Oh my like, God. It's like, you kind of look the same. And I was like, she just oh gives God. me Anne-Marie vibes. Literally, since first dates, like on TikTok, so many people have been like, you look like Benny and Anne-Marie and so many people said Tanya Burr as well. I don't see that one, but I love Anne-Marie. So I'd kind of, yeah, yeah. like I I'd, I think I'd place myself somewhere between like Anne-Marie, Lady Gaga and Florence and the Machine. Yeah, that's quite, that's quite a mix. Yeah, just in yeah, the middle. I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and wait, what, what else are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what, um... What actually, like, how did you get into music? Yes. Um, so I, well, f- from like really young, I was kind of, um, my mum like put me into dance school and I did like all extracurricular things like that. And then um, I started to learn the piano when I was five mm-hmm. uh, with my dad. And then I kind of like, the, I'm not going to lie, like the music thing sort of fizzled out. And I was like, I want to be a dancer. Like, be a dancer. <laughs> So I auditioned um, for the Brit School when I was 13 and I started when I was 14 on the musical theatre course Mm -hmm. and that's when I sort of like picked up um, piano and guitar again and I started writing music alongside doing musical theatre and like really quickly that kind of side of things like singing and playing instruments like I excelled in a lot quicker than I was in like acting and dance. And yeah, I guess that's where I kind of like within that kind of time from being like 13 to maybe even 16, I was like, no, I definitely need to be a musician. So it was kind of like, it was always something I enjoyed doing. I always enjoyed singing, but it was never like taken seriously. Yeah. Um, And I guess, yeah, just, I guess like how a lot of people get into it just by doing extracurricular things when you're young. Um, And yeah, I just kind of like found that I was, I think pretty good at it. Um, And it was something that I really enjoyed. Um, And I was like, I, I, if I can do this forever, then I really want to. So that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like, is that you set now? Like, are you set? You want to be a musician? Yes, definitely. I think if whatever capacity that may be, and obviously I'd love to be an artist where I sing my own music, yeah. um, perform it, um, have a lovely platform to like share a message to. But also I love um, like playing for other people, writing for other people. So the, the main goal is to be an artist and mm-hmm. that is set but there are lots of kind of like things around that which I love as well yeah like maybe a dancer in the future you know dancing in your own music I could be an absolute hip-hop queen (laughs) I'm not yeah the dancing's on a bit of back foot now (laughs) I actually get secondhand embarrassment thinking about me wanting to be a dancer now because it's not it anymore but uh, you never know I could go back to dancing roots ballet dancer I don't know (laughs) (laughs) have you ever considered going on like a show that I was gonna say the x factor but that's not really a thing anymore is it like the voice or something like that have you ever considered that to like kind of give yourself that push a bit more into the music yeah I guess like I've been um they have a lot of scouts out and I've been scouted a couple of times um (laughs) for various ones mainly the voice I think the thing for me at the moment is that I want to try and create something really organic yeah Um, and when I 
when you think about I think if I get to a stage where I feel like I'm fully developed and it's just waiting for like that kind of push forward then I'd consider it but I think a lot of the time people haven't found their self as an artist yet like they're incredible singers but Mm -hmm. aside from that you have to have like a creative mindset and be able to like dominate your own world in terms of what you want and I just worry at the moment that like I'm not developed enough to do that and hopefully things will move in that direction without the need for a show but I'd never write it off yeah I wouldn't you know for the people that go on them it it can be an amazing platform Mm -hmm. Um, but I think for me I'd have to be at kind of like the last leg like if I don't make this happen I'm gonna need to rethink yeah you never know that's a really smart way of thinking about it though because a lot of people do go on shows like that and it they don't like you said they don't really know what they want Whereas you need to know who you are and what you want to get yourself further in life, I guess. Yeah, 100%. And I know, like, in this industry so far, you, like, because I've been lucky enough to work with some amazing people mm-hmm. and, you know, be even just be around and in situations that are, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you can so easily be led in the wrong direction, which I am definitely have experienced. And it takes so much time to develop. Even when I think about from this first song I've written to like my sound now, it's completely different. And that's taken like three years of development and like hundreds of songs. So yeah, I just think you just gotta be so careful and you wanna be able to create yourself the correct platform, yeah. which I'm gonna try my best to do organically first yeah. and then see what happens, maybe reevaluate in like five years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like never rule anything out sort of thing. Yeah. yeah rule it out yeah exactly so what have you achieved so far with your music now I saw on your Instagram yesterday this this episode should be coming out in about June time so it's it's still a couple months um so you might have things going on then but I saw that you um had a little snippet of your song released on not released it was played on played on yeah on BBC introducing so So where I am right now is that um, I haven't released any music yet because I was sort of in a situation with a manage with a manager that I like we weren't going to release anything so I could have released by now but I haven't. Yeah. Um, so I'm sort of working towards at the moment putting this EP together mm-hmm. um, to release in July so hopefully the episode will be out by then. Oh my god, um, exciting! I know, it's perfect timing. Yeah. Um, so- release sort of um end of july which is really exciting mm-hmm. um and yeah so recently when we recorded this podcast um my um one of my first well my debut single waitlist was played on bbc introducing and for those of you who don't know what that is that's basically a platform where you kind of submit your music to um like bbc radio mm-hmm. and they they choose it um to play on their show and quite often they have lots of um music people listening industry um so it's kind of just giving like people that platform to have their music heard yeah um that's what's like the most recent thing um but so far i've played lots of live shows that's where my kind of strengths and real passion is at i love yeah woman live um so i've had a couple of really really cool shows um i've yeah i've my my career so far has been a bit like weird like there's been nothing like there's there's been like some really like pivotal moments but it's like like the rest is kind of coming like after I release that will be the kind of like 
kickstart yeah fingers crossed definitely definitely and is there anything that you can kind of tell us about your ep anything sort of like sneak peeks or what kind of vibe it is yeah of course so the ep is well at the moment it's called house of eden which changed so it might might be different yeah. by the time this um episode comes out but at the moment it's called house of eden um the it's a four track ep it's very camp very pop Love it. Good, but it also explores like my kind of it's take basically it's taken me like 150 songs at least to get to this point of choosing really? four yeah i, I mean oh some songs are just ones that you just write like just write yeah. in terms of like, actually getting four songs that i'm really happy with to put out it's definitely over 100 um so yeah there is very pop very camp the videos that are, so there's a video for every track which is i'm just so excited for this because it's so fun yeah that, like you've never seen so many feathers glitter and wigs in your so life like a proper music video yes a proper music video for each so one and the concept, yeah i know i'm so excited the concept of the video mm-hmm. um because it's four videos um basically goes from i think like if i'm being honest my day-to-day life is very up and down like with how i feel emotionally about things and so it basically goes from like a high to low um quickly but then back up to a high so it's just very much like a journey of how i feel so far um and it's feel good i'm just excited to put it out and to have everyone like you know listen to it because i think hopefully it's it's definitely encapsulates like the artist that i want to develop into That, that sounds thought. amazing though it sounds like you've worked so hard for it as well like I mean a hundred yeah. songs reducing down to four yeah like, hard work to me thank you I mean I because it's it's one of those things that like it took me ages to decide to release I don't know why now that I'm doing it I'm like Eden what is wrong with you um, <laughs> but, but um yeah so it, it, it is something I've worked really really hard on and obviously it's mm-hmm. a really personal piece of work but I'm really excited to share it and yeah it's just something really nice to look forward to and work towards because recently like as I think everyone will have experienced no one's had that kind of like this is what's coming next because no one knows with what Boris is throwing up so I'm excited well it'll be out in time when the clubs are open oh yeah to some tunes exactly that we can dance to the good old bangers (laughs) i'm very excited and i'm very excited to hear your music so the next question kind of is what like what are your inspirations so what are your musical inspirations and what are your non-musical inspirations okay so my good question my um musical inspirations definitely come from a lot of like queer and camp culture Mm -hmm. um my, my 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 main musical inspirations are people like or bands like queen um george michael lady gaga kim petris um but i also take a lot of inspiration then from like the real what i call pop princesses like Dua Lipa, <laughs> oh, yeah. Lee, um, <laughs> those sorts of people um and that's where i sort of draw my inspiration from because like almost like what we were talking about on first dates on that on that kind of um yes. subject. I've never been in love before so writing for me is a lot about my life experiences yeah so, um I know that like Queen for example have got so many songs aren't about love that aren't about love yeah. but I think that's where I've drawn most like, sort of musical inspiration from and then obviously people like Elton John his outfits all of that kind yes. of thing 
love it's that. Like, like I love like the heightening of absurdity. Yeah. Um, that's where that comes from. And then my life inspirations. Wait, is that what you mean? Like life and Yeah, so anyone who just kind of isn't in music that inspire you to do what you're doing. Um, I'm really lucky. I know again it's gonna sound really cliche and <laughs> gross, but um I'm really lucky that I have a really supportive family. <laughs> so they definitely inspire me just by being so supportive, um, to be just like a the best person I can be and inspire <laughs> me to go for what I want to. Yeah. Um my friends as well like I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to surround myself by a really good group of people who are truly authentically themselves mm. and that that's from all different cultures um walks of life like literally everything so I think I'm just inspired a lot by by people and stories and just people that are happy in themselves that's yeah. what inspires me the most how cringe yeah, but when you were touching upon like um writing songs not about love I feel like that will yeah. nicely separate not separate kind of make you stand out a bit more because yeah. especially in the world right now yeah. a lot of it is about depending on other people or loving other people but you're just kind of singing about being you which is yeah. what makes you so authentic I guess oh thank you yeah definitely and I think as well like obviously I think most songwriters will have written a love song in their life I know I have like you can you can draw you know I could listen to you speak about you and your partner and write a song in it but I think in terms of like for me as an artist I can't actually fully relate to being in love in that way so yeah I think it's taken me you know a long time to figure out exactly what it is that I want to like become and Mm -hmm. kind of radiate but I think I'm on the way and we we, we there's enough love songs at the moment out there yeah. so exactly. be you woohoo um so kind of just another kind of loose question is if you could go on tour with anyone who would it be <gasps> oh my goodness if I could go on tour with anyone at this stage right now it would be like an absolute dream to go on tour with sort of one of the legends like like Elton John oh yeah um that would just be insane or even Queen I know the King Freddie is not here anymore but like to go and support someone like that but then I guess that these days like the sort of upcoming well not even upcoming people that are just huge right now I'd love 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 to go on tour with somebody like Harry Styles oh yeah yeah they would be so good Anne-Marie um who else I was thinking of one the other day that would be just someone that's like so oh like Miley Cyrus yeah oh my god Miley Cyrus would be so amazing yeah someone that's because I think as well with those three I like people that are very like definitively you you know that if you hear something like that is so them or you see something like someone like that that I could learn a lot yeah that would be so cool that would be an amazing experience um do you see like touring in your future like is that what you can see would you love to do that I would love to do that I dream about it um I would literally love that because I love traveling as well so it'd be so nice to be able to like travel with work I'd love to go on tour exactly I mean it's not it's not it feels like it's not a job then doesn't it as well like it's just you're doing something you love traveling places you love yeah like, definitely like and I think you know to be able to like combine the two yeah would be amazing it would be amazing yeah so hopefully fingers crossed sometime in the future you'll be able to do that fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I really I really <laughs> hope so we'll see I'll just keep working hard hope for the best. It. 
<laughs> is the limit. <laughs> and I know you did like a little um, Q&A on your stories yesterday and you someone asked a question like any festivals this year what are your, yeah. what are your plans for this year? So this year I am performing at um, Carfest um, which is the Chris Evans festival it is I've been I performed there before and I've also yeah. been before it's amazing they've got they have such a good balance of like new artists yeah. and people that are kind of like legendary yeah. um, so I'm performing at Carfest North and South this year that's so that's July and August mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get a couple more festivals but with the sort of rescheduling from 2020 to 2021 a lot of the yeah. lineups are filled but I also just want to go to festivals because yes. they're so much fun and now that everything's starting up again but yeah I do love a good festival so performing at Carfest North Carfest South hopefully some more we'll yeah. see Whoever wants me can have me. <laughs> Whoever wants me can just take me. Yeah, just, just take me. I'll I'll, uh, I'll sing for you. <laughs> Do you and perform I... at any like clubs or bars? Is that like your kind of scene as well? Yeah, I I I. To be honest with you, I prefer performing at unless it's unless I get to a point where people like are actually coming to see me. Yeah. Like like I prefer performing at music venues because then obviously I sell tickets and like friends and like music yeah. industry and friends of friends come mm-hmm. um I have performed at a couple of sort of bars and restaurants and things before but that's very much like background music and yeah. I don't mind it but I prefer doing my stuff you prefer like having yeah. a presence sort of thing Definitely. because as well like it's really disheartening when you've like practiced and yeah people just over you which is fine it's just the nature of doing that kind yeah. of thing um but I lo- and obviously it's covers and I I love I love singing covers but I love singing my own songs. Yeah. But if um I get to a point hopefully where people know who I am, mm-hmm. performing at clubs and stuff would be so good. Like my favorite yeah. nightclub is Heaven. Oh um, my God, Stave. You know, oh, don't Same. even started. Have you? I was literally been? about to say you'd like you performing at Heaven would just be a dream. Oh, honestly, it's so like, good. Yeah. It's my favourite nightclub. Me and my friends before lockdown were there so much. I can't wait for it to reopen, which by the time this episode comes out, it should have will. Fingers yeah. crossed. Um, but yeah, I'd love to like do a show at Heaven mm. and where people are just live in their best lives yeah. in their angel wings. And Exactly. That was the first ever nightclub I've been to. That was my first hey. nightclub. Yeah. That was my first night out as well. I can't... That is easy. Did you love it? It was the best, honestly, yes. to this day, one of the best nights of my life. Like, right? so much happens in heaven. Like, exactly. no it's so good. I just, I don't even, like, I just love it. I can't even explain how good yeah. it is. And as well, like, in a club, like, there's so much diversity and you're not yeah. worrying about anyone else. You're not worrying about what people are going to think of you. You are just living your best life. Yeah. And it has the best music, the best yeah. company, the best people. It's obviously very safe and it's just, I, I literally couldn't recommend it more. Like, it was amazing. If you've not been to heaven, like, Go. excuse me. Can heaven please sponsor <laughs> me and Holly? Because <laughs> sponsor us, please. Yeah, sponsor us, please. It, we are your promoters. It is exactly. so good. I've seen so many shows at heaven. Yeah. I've been for many nights out at heaven. I just, yeah, it's so good. Go to heaven. Exactly. We went when a drag queen was there as well, and it was just the most insane. I can't oh, remember. My friend will know because at yeah. this point, I wasn't, I never really watched Drag Race before. Now I'm like a Drag Race. Oh, you're addicted. <laughs> yeah. Um, the UK versions are by far my favourite. Um, yeah. 
but yeah I'd never really watched Drag Race that much before I just hadn't I just like yeah just hadn't and yeah. then a queen came on and she was insane like so good I think she was from like one of the earlier seasons yeah the US version I believe yeah. they, they have a lot of US queens I have yeah and she was just I, I can't even explain how amazing it was it was just insane I think I like I take so much inspiration from drag queens as well for like because they they're really not only like it takes a lot of confidence to be a drag queen um, and they're just they're just so vibrant and yeah cool so yeah i love it and if you want to see good drag queens well there's there's more places to see good drag queens yeah. than heaven. but you're right there's just that absolute like essence of freedom yeah. there when i tell you i roll out of heaven it, it's it's been light it's been dark <laughs> i come back out and it's light i get my mcdonald's there's a mcdonald's and a five yes, right around the corner right around right next door like right around the corner get in my taxi at like 6am with my big burger (laughs) there's honestly nothing better honestly like my by this point my my makeup's like wiped off my hair's messy (laughs) someone take me home (laughs) i can't wait to go there again when it's over i can't wait i honestly can't wait and also just another side question who did you want to win drag race well what uk yeah it, do you know what this is a tricky one because I will be completely honest I think as a lot of people would agree my favorite was Bimini Bombula and she was my favorite yeah however I completely appreciate Lawrence's win mm-hmm. uh, I'm not surprised Lawrence won because yeah. overall Bimini and Lawrence were on par in terms of like what I prefer in yeah. in drag like just personal opinion Bimini <clears> all the way but Lawrence was definitely a worthy winner mm-hmm. uh, and taste as well like if taste is insane taste is taste is amazing like i'd seen taste a couple of times at clubs before um before drag race which you know so yeah i just like yeah i think there was a lot of possible winners though there was a lot lot of possible everyone had potential do you know what it was such a good season yeah so many people said it was honestly the best season of drag race like uk and us yeah, literally, even like American queens have said yeah. the UK version is so good. And it was, it was, now I feel lost. I don't know what to watch. Yeah, same. It's Thursday night. It's like but... it's Thursday night tonight. And yeah, there's, like, there's no drag race, but I definitely think Lawrence was a worthy winner. What did yeah. you think? I, the same as you, I really liked Bimini. <clears throat> I loved Taste from the start. I don't know why, I just really like, she just had something on me i just taste fan made me laugh yeah pace is so funny when she just when they were recording the um (laughs) the u um uk han united kingdom and like it was like first week back they'd been away because of corona coming back to film Mm. me and my mum rewinded taste recording her bit like honestly 10 times (laughs) we were just crying with laughter at her it was yeah (laughs) They, were, yeah. they all would have, like, they were all worthy, I think. Yeah, exactly. And Lawrence, I really did like Lawrence from the start. And um, and there, there was quite a bit of hate, <clears throat> which was very undeserved. Yeah, I completely, I completely agree. Like, that, when, I think, this is the trouble. This is really going off on a tangent, but I think it's really important to say. Yeah. But in drag, you, Lawrence is, definitely captures more of, like, the old UK drag. Like, yes, how drag started. 
And you wouldn't be able to have like the Bimini's and the Tases with this like upcoming fashion statement. You know, there's a lot more to them, obviously, than yeah. just fashion. But like, and Lawrence is very fashionable in like their own way. Yeah. But you need to have the Lawrence's to have the Bimini's and the Tases mm -hmm. and the Ahoras. And you need to have the Bimini's, Tase, Ahoras to have like the Lawrence's and yeah. all of that. So don't hate on Lawrence because Lawrence is really good. Yeah, they were still literally amazing. So yeah. one no hate environment over here, please. Yeah, no hate. No hate, <laughs> positivity. Yeah. Um, so we kind of touched upon this question a little bit. Yeah. How do you wish to make an impact with your music? Oh, well, I think, you know, you're, like you say, we've touched on this a little bit, but I think being somebody who is very <clears throat> comfortable in who they are, um, talking about myself like I am very um, like kind of comfortable in who they are and some I've never quite felt like I've fitted into any situation mm -hmm. and I know I guess lots of people say that but I do genuinely like feel like I've had to kind of make my own situation around me to fit me rather than me being able to just slot into things yeah so as sort of like if I was to have some sort of platform I'd love to be able to project that sort of you know real like good vibe to yeah. develop who you are and to have no pressure on things and to just experiment and try because I guess like again saying like um my inspirations come from drag queens a lot of them have a very true sense of self but they're able to switch it up when they want yeah. to and try new stuff so when like we, if we talk about like having a platform i'd love to be able to sort of create an environment at shows and stuff for people to come and explore who they are and even just give people like the inspiration to be like oh if eden can do it then i can yeah you and live your best queer life like yeah. it's so bloody fun to experiment with stuff and liberating so yeah yeah, exactly. We need a lot more of that nowadays as well. Like, yeah. definitely, definitely. Just a lot more freedom. Yeah, a lot more freedom and to, like, provide a safe space, whether that be when they're listening to my music or coming to my shows or, like, just to be able to provide a, a safe space for people to experiment in because, like, there's so much horrible things in this world. So many horrible things, not so yeah. much. Um, and it's it's actually really hard to experiment with stuff with like pressures of other people and yeah. you know the world is becoming a lot more liberal and we're facing a lot of issues um for example like black lives matter and asian hate mm -hmm. and all of this that need to be addressed but you know that you know the world is evolving but we still need to be able to provide those safe spaces for people to um speak up and exactly yeah develop into themselves so that's like what i really want to champion yeah that's like the perfect sort of message as well like that's probably one of the reasons why I really like you as well like I've obviously followed you on Instagram for a bit and I've watched all your lives and stuff and I'm just obsessed and you just do give off that vibe like the vibe oh, that you. you just want to make everyone feel comfortable you want to make everyone be themselves and that's definitely. like really important yeah for sure for sure and I say you definitely give all the same energy as well because you know like making someone feel completely comfortable not just me but like everyone you've had on your episodes mm -hmm. to just like speak about themselves like it's nice I think you know you don't have to be a queer person you don't have to be like yeah. over the top and confident you don't have to be quiet but I think to be somewhere balanced in between where you feel like you can just authentically do you without thinking oh my gosh what's everyone thinking of me then yeah. that's like really important and really exactly. 
when I first made this podcast I literally didn't promote it anywhere I was semi-embarrassed to have it and then I got to season two and I was like what are you thinking and then season three I've I've literally got an episode all about vaginas like I've got like, like this so is many amazing. out there episodes yeah and that's amazing this is what I love about your your podcast as well like in your intro you say about um it being forbidden and there's so much stuff that people are like feel embarrassed to speak about or um or explore or like they just don't feel like they have the freedom to and I understand like in a lot you know still in a lot of households people wouldn't be allowed to speak about that but to have like an outlet like you're yeah. doing for for these podcasts to speak about things like vaginas and boobs and sexuality and all this stuff it's amazing so go you because look at us making changes I know I've come through but you are (laughs) a safe space whether it's for the listeners or for the people chat so exactly thank you so much for saying that as well that actually means a lot oh no it's it's true it's true because as well being like a young person Mm. like yourself to create something like that is really like credible. So thank you so much. Go us. Go Go us. Thank you so so much for being on this podcast. I have it's Happy. obviously one of my favourite to film. It's been oh, so enjoyable, and it's weird for me because I'm normally like I've tried to branch out a lot in season two and season three and film with people other than my friends because that's kind of how it started. Um, so. I'm super happy that I've done it. I was quite nervous at first because I was like, I actually don't know these people that I'm just going to, you know, oh, lives with. But um, no, honestly, one of my favourite episodes. And if you guys oh. could follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a rate, that would be absolutely amazing. And go check out our Instagram page at Forbidden Fridays Podcast. And we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>